Welcome. You are listening to episode 32 of the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. My name is Scott Duvall. This has been an unprecedented week surrounding the University of Georgia football program. On Sunday, it was announced by Athletic Director Greg McGarity that Coach Mark Rick would no longer be the head coach at UGA. Fast forward to late Tuesday night, and word broke via the AJC that former Georgia defensive back and current Alabama defensive coordinator Kirby Smart would be Georgia's new head football coach, which would not be completely finalized until after the SEC championship game this Saturday, but it's pretty much a done deal. And then, just recently, sources out of Miami indicated that Coach Mark Rick would accept the head coaching position for the Hurricanes, which coincidentally is his alma mater and a place where he was a backup quarterback from 1979 to 1982. So just as Will, Tony, and I thought as the 2015 college football season was coming to an end that we'd have some quick shows and have some time to reflect about the season and talk about ball selections as we transition into college basketball, that all this would happen. So it's a fairly long episode today where the three of us spend the majority of time discussing just about everything from the amazing press conference that Coach Rick gave on Monday to what it now means for Greg McGarity. And we ask ourselves, what is the Georgia way now that all of this has transpired this week? It's a fun and interesting conversation that the three of us have with many other connected topics as well. So sit back and get caught up with us on the very latest news and rumors surrounding this coaching change. Here's Will. Okay, so let's talk. Let's let's work our way through this. Okay. Uh, I'll kind of, let me lay out my column because I think it's probably yeah, a good starting point. Yeah, it was a good point. column. I think it's a good starting point. My the, my general argument with the column is whether or not you liked Mark Richt. I think it's clear regular listeners of this podcast know that uh, Tony and I were defenders of Mark Richt for a long time. And I think you were also a defender of Mark. I think sometimes you get put as an opposite opinion on things. It's okay. It's okay. Well, he's got uh, the facial hair. Yes. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> But, you know, whether, whatever you think uh, about Mark Richter, whether you think he should have been fired, whether he should not have been fired, the argument of the piece was the decision that was made to fire him says something that we've, we've touched on this a few times this year. I, I mean, I, I think yeah. I actually said yeah. that very thing after Florida. I was like, hey, we fire Mark Rick now. We're, not the, we're no longer the program we say we've been. So, first off, do you still feel that way? Yes. And secondly, right. how do you feel about that moving forward? And to be fair, I want to make it, I want to make it clear for you. you. Didn't read the comment; you might not know what we're talking about. But that is the idea: is that like to make this move? I, you know, I've lived in Athens for two years, and for me, the thing that I've grown to, uh, in addition to having an actual football team with fans and tradition, one of the things I've really learned to love is this idea that it's a little different in Georgia. Yep. Everyone still wants to win, and there's still thing like it's not. We're not acting like this. This is not you know the Naval Academy. Like, you know, this is still, people still want to win and it still matters, but that, that ugliness that you see at a Florida state, at places like that, we don't do that here. And, and an argument can be made, I think I did make this argument, that with this move, even if Georgia goes on to win national championships, they have drawn a line in the sand, or McGarity has drawn a line in the sand, saying, this is not what Georgia is now. Now we want to be Alabama, and the Georgia way is not as important. Something that, frankly, you since you saw, we thought we saw um, as a kind of a clip was going on of, of Mark Fox, yes, uh, talking about about you know he, he quoted a line that I also quoted in my piece. The most poignant moment I thought in Rick's press conference was when he talked about 
Like one of the things I emphasize to my players, which he's clearly talking about himself as well, is the way that you feel is not necessarily the way that you act. Yeah. Because that's not that the better thing is to is to rise above it. We clearly saw Rick do that at the press conference. Fox quoted that, but by quoting you could clearly see what he was saying. It's like a thing that I believe is in this Georgia way. And he didn't go out and just say that this was a refutation of that. But the implication was clearly He there. walked the line he very did. closely. He, did. he and, walked and right he, up to and, it. And as close as you would expect someone that's the second highest paid coach, highest paid coach at the University of Georgia might do. And it's currently the highest paid coach because he's the only one <laughs> this week. that's actually employed. <laughs> right. Until Sunday. So am I right? Have we lost something or am I overreacting? Are, are people that say that overreacting? Well, I mean, like I said, I said after the Florida game is that I felt like we had to – Mark Rick deserved the opportunity and the Georgia wave was him to get that opportunity. Um, I said Sunday, we've made this decision. Let's stop with the pretense. We're like every other program. We're out there. We're saying that winning matters more to us than winning the right way. So there's a couple things about that. The first thing is the actual Georgia way that that you and I are talking about started with Mark Richt, right? That is a product of Mark Richt's leadership within the athletic department. And that that goes all the way to the drug testing. That goes to our policies and in. Some people say in transits about in transit. What's the word? Transit properties. No, in transit. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not, I'm not sure. What in transit. Okay, you're at the end. I'll get a dictionary. The inability, the, end, the inability, or unwillingness to make a change. Okay. Some people would say that, or just really the unwillingness to make a change in it, no. uh, despite the fact that it was clearly at times hamstring in Georgia. The approach the university and university police and ACC police right, took right. with players are very harsh. Penalties and the fact that we—I mean, it wouldn't matter. We had to get a guy get in trouble Friday night before the Sugar Bowl for the national championship. That guy's sitting the next yeah. day. Period. And it doesn't matter who that person is. Matthew Leach got mad at me about this this week about that comment. I mentioned Tallahassee yeah. as one of those places where you protect well, told, the program. Well, I told Matthew. Matthew asked me about. Matthew asked me about Jimbo. It's like. We're not hiring Jimbo. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, we would never, we would never go after Jimbo. But see, that's the question: Are is this the program that goes after Jimbo? Well, we still think we are, but we're not anymore. I'm sorry. Let's just yeah. be done with it. Let's be let's be done with it. If we are a program that's going to fire a, a 74, and I keep saying this, but this is the way I feel about it: If we're a program that that says 74, percent but we don't win, we don't win enough of the right games. Let's just stop with the ruse. Let's stop with it. If we are going to fire someone that wins those kind of games and say. What's really starting to feel like because he might go to South Carolina. And yeah. look, we're going to talk. Kirby, about, we're going to talk about the Kirby Hard. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Kirby Hard. But, that, but yeah, you're, what you're saying is the the driving force behind the decision to fire Rick. The farther we get out, appears to be regardless of, of the Rick issue. The we were, idea that Kirby Smart was being approached by South Carolina in my opinion. There were time. two things. We were afraid for our future, right? Which is not a bad place for athletic directors to be. But the other part is is that our past wasn't good enough for us for what actually Mark Rick had built. Right. So I, I'm a, I, I say we're done with all of it. I say we are. That's who we are. And if Kirby Smart doesn't put some crystal at Bud Smear Hall, I honestly think the president's been said we're going to say thank you, Kirby. Here's your check. Please leave. We're going to go after the next guy. I think I think you're right. I think your article was spot on. I, I think it's changed. You think it's changed, Scott? What do you think? I, okay, I agree with you. I think it's changed, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. It doesn't mean that we're like the the forces of evil. We haven't turned to the dark side. And here. some would say that there was a certain self-aggrandizement 
uh, to to the notion of the Georgia way. As a Cardinal fan, I get this crap all the time. Yeah. The idea that like Cardinal fans don't actually claim that they're different all the time, but I think the Georgia fans have taken a lot of pride in this and like not being this in following this strict way. An argument could be made that like you know what you weren't so pure in the first place, and you're still a part of this whole this whole game to drop the pretense because you're saying drop the pretense. But it doesn't sound like you were, it sounds like we're actually dropping the thing that we were. Like the question is, are, are we dropping the pretense of the Georgia way, or are we actually dropping a driving philosophy of the Georgia way? Well, I, I think those are two different questions, because the pretense are the, are the drug policies, the arrest policies, right. suspension policies. Look, if we're going to, again, if we're the program at 74% it's not good enough, let's just own it. Let's be done with it. Let's okay. just own it. But, but seriously, it's been 10 years since we put any kind of trophy right. besides like a Capital One Bowl trophy exactly. or an Outback Bowl exactly. trophy. That's not good enough. No. Nine wins a season is not good enough. Let's move on. Well, that's an average. I mean, we had 2010. Which was one year. An average is even better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could argue that. But, I mean. But my, I think you're I, actually making my point for me. My point. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. I'm arguing with the lawyer here. <laughs> but my point, my point is, is that if we, if, if, if it's really just about putting trophies in the cases, let's stop with all the other stuff that everyone else has said that hinders us from putting trophies in the cases and just embrace it. Let's, let's become... Florida State. Honestly, are you okay with that? If this is Florida State, are you okay with that? I don't know that we have a choice. I don't. I think I might have been on a completely different level than you because I've been a I've been a season ticket holder ever since I graduated in two thousand, mm-hmm. and I didn't even really tap into this whole the Georgia way. I was just strictly looking at it from what I see as a fan. I wasn't thinking of it as a Georgia way, and I think there's a lot of fans out there kind of like me where we're just like hey man it's been 10 years i love coach rick but i don't think of us as like some pious higher than mighty georgia way i'm just thinking like hey you know this sucks i really like coach rick i like his family i like what he stands for but hey let's give somebody else a try and no offense but let's move on well the pious georgia way is voice is a little bit of a construct voice on us by dan walken and people and, and mark bradley <laughs> i don't read dan walken i don't yeah. read and, yeah Schultz. but it's a general but it's a general thing but it's, right. it's the same in the same way it is for cardinal fans right, right? like but, you get a little tired of it but, yeah, right. but there is an element of it that's true that we are not willing to bend we're not i mean cam cam newton was suspended for two days because Auburn Auburn called the NCAA and say, you cost us this, we'll cost you more money than you have. <laughs> and then A.J. Green was suspended for four, four games. weeks. Yeah. Look at Gurley. Gurley oh, suspended no. four oh, games. No. Yeah, that, and it, I mean, because there's no continuity because, within the SEC. Well, but we also but also because we played nice with the NCAA and Auburn played home, hardball. And but but see that's the Georgia way. That's the Georgia way. That's the Georgia way. In practical, way. actual, practical, terms. actual terms. Right, right. Now what what you're talking about is is the the PSA. We're Georgia and we're above that. Part of that is a construct. Now I think there are people that believe that. But my point is is that we've gone across the line. Let's just be done with it. First off, I don't think that. Before I ask this question, I think it's. I don't think Georgia is actually done with it, and I think the proof of that is the fact that McGarity won the direct at that press conference. Because the fact is, they the way that Rick was at that press conference, it was as if it was like Beamer. I've never seen somebody win their firing press conference. It was yeah, crazy. It was, it was amazing. It was absolutely crazy. Because, like, first of all, what McGarity, I think, thought was going to happen, and it kind of was a little, it kind of happened a little bit, was the idea that it's going to be like Beamer. 
like, hey, thanks, man. Thanks for your time. And and congratulations. Thank you for everything you've done. And as, as, if, as if he hadn't just fired it. <laughs> yeah. There was an underestimation of how much the media actually likes Mark Rich. Yeah, right. I don't think there's any question. But it's funny because, like, to be fair, McGarity was able to get away with it a little bit. Because Rick didn't, I mean, the the way he was able to, like, you find me another coach that was not that was going to sit there and and take the high road road the way that Rick did. Oh no, I think you're right about Rick taking the high road. I I see what you're saying. Like a I, lot of coaches would go up there and be like, "Screw this guy! Why am I even sitting up here?" Yeah. But he knew that Rick wouldn't do that, and therefore he thought. Oh, let's be clear, Steve Spurrier would have. Yeah, <laughs> but but I think I, his thought process was he's not going to hammer me. Here. And he didn't, but he he hammered him in the yeah, only he way he needed him, to. Yeah, he right. hammered himself. I mean, yeah. McGarity looked horrible in that press conference. And it's a good thing that the news broke with Kirby last night to take the heat off McGarity yeah. because it was growing. It was uh, churning and bubbling under McGarity. And if he hadn't moved for like four or five, six days, then it would have just gotten turned up. Now, he would have survived it. There's not well, he's saying a, he's the boss. Well, yeah, he's the <laughs> boss, but it would have just been his Q rating was continually going down and down and down. But you know, with the Kirby, you know, move. I mean, of course, we can't say it's official yet, but I do think that that now nobody's talking about McGarity's press conference anymore. Yeah, and, and but it's also worth noting too that you know you talked about we mentioned this on Sunday, but you talked about how a lot of Georgia fans didn't have this pious thing and just wanted to win. Right. I think we we've seen in like we talked about the Seth Emerson poll. We've talked about a lot. I think also a lot of the backlash was, frankly, when that happened on Sunday, I uh, it felt – you guys have been here a lot longer than me. All of a sudden, it did feel different. Like just the, the, when the news actually broke that Rick had been fired, like actually been fired, it just – it was it, – it took a second to just process – and, and, and kind of re- the matrix to reconstruct itself a little bit because it felt like it was a different place to make that move felt immediately like, oh, wow, this is we live in a different universe now. Yeah, and I think part of that does have to, fact, to do with the fact that Mark Rick was a large part of what the Georgia Way is yeah. or, or is or was, however you want to look at it, um, particularly as it relates to uh, player discipline, player approach, and that doesn't mean the next coach can't come in and do it. Uh, and and I only say we should just embrace it somewhat facetiously. Although I think I mean, we may have no choice. Uh, we may have no choice. We may have no. But, that, choice. but that's but what I'm saying about the McGarity press conference is that he still wants that Georgia way to be a thing. Like he clearly wants that the program to at least in a public I, relations way. Well, so does I, Coach Fox. Yeah, but I'll be perfectly honest. I don't at this point. I don't think. I don't think the AD gets to choose that at this point. Yeah, well, I, I know, but I think that's what he was trying to do with the press conference. Yeah, I think maybe he was trying so. to maybe say so. We're the type of classy place yeah. where even when we fire, yeah, you, we're gonna you'll we're stand up here, stand up and pat you on the back and, say, yeah, and yeah, offer you a emeritus position yeah, at this yeah, school. Exactly. We'll you were probably going to retire anyway. You love Athens, and then he takes a job three days later. <laughs> or did he? So to me, that's what I mean. That's what I'm trying to say with that is the idea that McGarity clearly is trying to hang on to that public relations aspect of it by having a press conference like that but so to me this is the worst part about this is I think they're going to try to hang on to this Georgia Way thing I think they're going to try to hang on to we do things they're going to try to keep up the public illusion of this because it's been so tied up into the way that people see the fans see the program and the people involved in the program see it so much it's going to become the worst kind of thing because if you, what you're by making this move it says that you're not that anymore so when you say that you are that and you are not 
it turns the program into something entirely different. And to me, that was the worst part. If McGarity went up there and said, you know what, I love what Mark... He was not at the press conference or made his own press conference and says, I love Mark Rip, but it's time to him to, for him to go because we didn't get any trophies for the last 15 years. Well, if he had said that, I would have respected him. Well, he wouldn't have said that with him sitting next to him. Well, I know, we'll he never had know his own press he, conference. You know, all of a sudden, he couldn't find his words. Well, to me, that's, the, yeah, that's exactly right. And that's why, that's why that press conference was so cowardly. Yeah. Because if he like for him to not even say he shouldn't have even been there. And the idea that he's sitting next to Rick, and he says, "We're going to put this is going to be between me and Mark." About what <laughs> right. the firing was. Meanwhile, Rick is like, "I'm, I'm not saying anything. It was between <laughs> me and you. Why do I have to do that?" Right. And like it was really, it felt it felt so cowardly and weird to not even give a public reason for just the firing a little, of a guy little for tidbit. 15 years. Just a little bit of a morsel. It's worse. Like to me, that is worse. Related, your seats are now been moved from, yeah, from section Q, whatever. The you know the the interesting thing about it, and I had this debate with uh, someone recently uh, in the past two days. If we're going to change the policies, particularly as it relates to relations with the police, suspensions, and in particular our drug and drug testing policy, now's the time when it changes. When we're when we're when Jimmy Sexton is negotiating with Greg McGarity, because that doesn't. That the new coach doesn't come in and make that change because that's an impossible ask of the university president. It just is. But the new football coach can say, and I think if you think about how negotiations work and how all this came about, if there's someone that can do it, it's Kirby Smart. Because Kirby Smart has a really good job right now. And he is also actually kind of coveted by some other places that will put him in the job he wants to be in. So now I'm not saying I'm not saying he does. But if it's going to happen, if we're going to change our policies on those things, now's the time for it to happen. Because Kirby, Kirby Smart can call Jimmy Sexton and say, here's my three demands. Yeah. Yeah. I want autonomy, yeah. which it sounds like that's happening. I mean, that, yeah. I mean I'm mean, i not saying it's, it's been agreed to, but that sounds like that's some of the background. The second is we get on par with the conference as it relates to testing and suspensions. Mm-hmm. And whatever the third thing is that – that he wants, which probably involves a somebody, small, somebody a small t- island country or, yeah. or, or something. <laughs> or, or get the damn uni cops on board already. Well, <laughs> and we love ACC police of and course, uh, UGA of police of course, here of at the wait, I, I, last I, I, podcast. I'm, I'm saying that facetiously and that, like, again, that's another thing I kind of liked. Yeah, but I, I think that's I think I think the way we run our program is the is an aspirational way that we as a program thought every program in the NCAA should run their program. And but and and do you think that the firing of Rick is a admission or a or seceding to the, uh, giving up the idea that like you know what you can't win that way? I think it is an admission on the part of the powers that be at the University of Georgia that winning is more important to us than winning that way. I think that's fair. Well, then that, that's a good transition into uh, the new guy, Curbs. Yeah, what's the story? What's the backstory with Curbs? Because you kind of teased it last week. Do we need to go into that? Maybe not? No, it's not. There's a, there's, there's the pre-production meeting brought us some things. No, there's, okay. there, no, no, no. They, uh, uh, as I've joked, uh, as, I, as I've mentioned this before, I, I, mean, I think I mentioned this on Sunday. I did, was that left in there? Oh, I, I left it in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that my, my wife went to college. I thought it was Kirby great. <laughs> yeah, my, my wife went to college, college uh, here with, uh, with Kirby Smart. Coincidentally, I, was, I also went to college with Kirby Smart. Yes. Although yes. we didn't really yes, know each he, other. Yes, he did used to date one of the bridesmen. He was my, here the exact same. Yeah. as possible. Yeah. The bridesmaids, there were no bridesmen. Uh, there were mermen, but that was a, it was a long wedding. It was a long night. Anyway, wow. uh, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> 
the point is that Kirby uh, Sparks lost control. Yes, he did, he did. He did used to date uh, one of the, my my wife's best friends, and they were all they are all good friends. From Columbus Colorado. girl. Uh, yes. Really? And, uh, so, and he... South Georgia. My wife's from Columbus. South, hmm. Yeah, there are actually a lot of, um, apparently, from what I understand, he's, he's friends with a lot of the Columbus crew, some of the, uh, some of the people down there, so I think that he will be... It, it, again, I, I've never met the guy, I'm not, I, I have no... Uh, Sounds like you will soon. So let's talk about the upside of the hiring, and, and, uh, you know, and we can talk, we, and we can talk about the downside to me, yeah. uh, but the, but the upside to me is that you are, you are getting a guy that has... That has actually trained at the foot up for many, many years. Probably the closest associated assistant to Nick Saban of any of his his coaching projects. I was trying to find an example in another sport where I think the closest is probably Parcells and Belichick. Yeah, I think that's probably right. That's, that's a good one. That's probably the closest. Yeah, not definitely I, not Parcells and Charlie Weiss. No, because I think um, because I think if any of Coach K's proteges would have really broke through and become great coaches. So the, the bad, the worst case scenario is that he's Quinn Snyder or Tommy Amaker. Like Tommy Amaker's okay, I guess. Amaker's but, okay, but Capel. Like the worst case is that he's Capel and uh, or Jeff Capel or uh, um, Wojciechowski. Yeah, Wojciechowski, but he's doing okay. He's a Marquette. He's doing all right. But yeah, the worst case is I would say Quinn Snyder, except now he's coaching in the, in the NBA. But when he was in Missouri, he was a total failure. That would be the example. Great hair. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I listened to I, Donald I, Trump too much. I just tossed out. He's a total failure. He's what a, a disaster. Joke. That guy. What a joke. He crossed me one time. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, I think the thing, the interesting thing about the, the about what Kirby brings to the table is he does have some really, really good connections. It's like every single rumor, story, whatever you read, is like, well, he's friends with, and he mm-hmm. went to, he played with, or he coached with. Um, and that's some, that's one of the things I think over time that you'll see. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest, my wish list is that it doesn't matter who he brings in, he brings in a former head coach to kind of guide him through the pitfalls of being a head coach. If that's Will Muschamp, that's Will Muschamp. <laughs> if it's Mario Cristobal, it's Mario Cristobal. I just said Will Muschamp would be awesome. Like I know he was a lunatic last weekend, um, but the guy is smart at this stuff. Like, like, uh, do you not agree? Well, I, I know they're all teammates, but so are we? Are we basically conceding no Jeremy Pruitt? I can't rationalize it in my head, but even though I, I would like to see it. it but. I, can't, I really can't. The, um, I think is Pruitt just too big of a personality yes. to be the guy that comes. That, and Will Muschamp guys. isn't? Well, Muschamp, but, 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 but Will, Chus- yeah. Will Muschamp hasn't been the personality this year here. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's yeah. not already here. He's not, yeah, like, yeah. I think that's the best way to put it. Of all the guys that are getting head coaching John Ross now, it, it feels to me like Kirby is in the position to put together – and unless the Miami news is true, then maybe maybe we could think differently. Yeah. But uh, it's true. Yeah, it could put together a a true all star coaching staff. And we're talking about, uh, the, you know, the, if you believe the rumor, Scott Cochran's coming with him, uh, which is the strength and conditioning coach from Alabama. Um, is it Chris Schulman? Schumann, mm-hmm. uh, who is the player who has uh, and and he's been in this position a long time. And he makes an awful lot of money for a player evaluation and development guy. Um, basically, the head of recruiting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, did you hear uh, Heinz Ward on Feinbaum today? Yeah, if I'm Heinz Ward, I'd want to come coach for Kirby. But you, McClendon's already here. Yeah, McClendon's already here. And I'm sorry, Heinz, I love you. Yeah, he ain't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, he's a the bomb. Much better coach. Yeah. Uh, proven coach. Proven coach. Right. Um, so, you know, I think the thing about it is that Kirby has the potential to put together a jam up staff. And frankly, that can negate some of this if the staff comes together. And, and I, negate I, some of what? Negate some of the negative feelings or negate... Let me ask you a question. Okay. LSU fires less miles and hires Kirby Smart. What's the national media doing with that? It's a love fest. They go crazy. Mm-hmm. They go crazy, not in a good way. Yeah. yeah. If, if LSU fires less miles 
and hires Kirby Smart. Well, you don't think it would be well-received? No, absolutely not. Well, you and I are on different wavelengths then. I, I just don't see where it is. Now, I, I get why, I get where the national media, and this is one place where Dan Walk and I actually agree, and I said this Sunday, if, if we're a program that thinks that we can't have a 15-year head coach to win 74% of the games, we can reach higher than that. Than an assistant coach. Yeah, but now, it was just the right place at the right time, that, the right yeah, person. Yeah, I, I understand that, but I think your point is not wrong. The idea. Well, you I, want to go for Brian Kelly or something at Notre Dame? No. Well, no. I'm just, he was a. Tom, I want to go for Tom Herman. It, would you go, go for, for Chip Kelly? Yeah. Okay, that's what well, I get. That Chip would Kelly go then. against that would go against your Georgia way because Chip Kelly kind of. I think know, the left, Georgia way's left. dead. That's the point. That's the point. Is that but like, Chip, Chip Kelly left Oregon and, and no, I think Georgia way's dead. I think we should go after Jimbo Kelly. Yeah. If we're, if we're Jimbo saying Kelly? Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, You're going to combine yeah, the two? Like, oh my God, yes. But no, honestly, I, I understand exactly. I understand exactly. It was like, talk some coach speak. I understand exactly what you're saying. This idea, this is what I was most confused about by the Kirby Smart hire. Because to me, he seems a smart guy and everyone's very excited to have him back. And 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 clearly... And understand I am too. Uh, me too. I, I think he's going to be a good coach and he's going to do a great job. The thing that's weird about it is... One of the main three things that people keep talking about is like, well, he went here. It, yeah. There's continuity. But the, the continuity just got snapped. You well, fired Mark Richt. Well, like, the, like, once you fired him, what does it matter? We're harkening back part to the Jim Donnan days. Yeah. Like, like what, what, connect, what more of a connection do you need to Georgia history than Mark Richt? Like, the idea – so it would be like firing Dean Smith. But saying Dean Smith's a bad example. Dean Smith won championships. But it'd be like firing Frank Beamer, but saying seriously, we need to find a Beamer apostle to make sure to take over this spot. I mean, they almost did with Fuentes. That's true. That's true. But like, they didn't fire Beamer. But but yeah. But that that like that's generally the, like it's weird to to say the guy that's been here for fifteen years and wants to stay and has been the orchestrator of the entire program for a lo- long time. We're gonna fire him, but we're gonna bring in the Georgia guy. Like it's just it, there seems like and but, that, that, that's not an offense to, to Kirby Smart that then uh, it's not and but if you're gonna tout like if if you're gonna fire Mark Richt whether it's a Georgia guy as a factor into whether you hire him to me seems irrelevant either he's the best guy for the job or he's not because you've already decided that that actually doesn't really matter he's been so in the target for so many years it's almost like that's not even a factor even though it is he's just been. You know, yeah, I mean, we offered the DC fond job after, to him. Yeah. And, well, Rick offered it to him, yeah, he what, it five years ago. He, he, he issued a press release saying he's turning it down, <laughs> which is really unusual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So why um, – I don't know if I'm taking a left turn here. Maybe I am. Why not consider Bobo? I mean, if we're going down the Kirby Smart route, I mean, he's well, actually I mean, got – I just think there's too – he's too – It's too close. He's too, too immediately Too credit. close to Mark yeah, Rick. Yeah, yeah, too immediately credit. Yeah. And because uh, one of the things I keep forgetting about, of course – Kirby Smart did work for Mark Rick, but he worked for him as a running back coach, which to me is I find yeah, kind well, of fascinating. Is that like, you know, I I always like when coaches are on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Like it's weird to think, like Bill Belichick, for example, is actually known now as much of an offensive mind as he is a defensive <laughs> sure. mind. But he was a defensive coordinator forever. Like, I like that dexterity of it, that he he's a smart enough guy and he's a personable enough guy. To be able to be in all parts of the game, that's something that surely was very appealing. I think he was here in 05 when we won the SEC championship. I think he'd already gone to, I think he was defensive coordinator at Valdosta State. Valdosta State by then. But maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. What are you looking at his Wikipedia right now? No, are you quoting that from memory? My phone's in the car. My phone's in the car. Um, My phone's right now. So here's kind of one thing I think about that. And, you know, I, I actually, when I wrote the coaching hype board post for the George Sports Blog, I included uh, Mike Bobo on there. 
But the the one upside that Kirby brings to the table is that he is somebody that can unify the fan base. Yeah. And that is uh, when, when, when Coach Dooley decided to make the decision to get rid of Jim Donnan, he said, I would have personally liked to give him another year, but the fan base was too divided. <laughs> and for better or for worse, Kirby Smart, the one thing Kirby Smart brings to the table that Mike Bobo doesn't is uh, an ability to unite the fan base. Now, I don't think Mike Bobo was going to come back anyway. I no. don't think they could have paid him enough money after what happened last year with his, with them basically saying, yeah, we're not going to give you a raise, and then turn around and gave Jeremy Brian Schottenheimer, no, Brian Schottenheimer, oh, yeah. the money that Mike Bobo asked for. Um, now, but having said that, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't actually ponder that when I was writing my, my hate post <laughs> about the, um, the coaching search. Um, it's the sound of awesome. And, uh, but, you know, you look, if, if Kirby, I started, the, the, this whole thing started with me saying, if Kirby brings the right staff in here, we're good. If Kirby can bring a really bad staff in here. I mean, it can be like going to a Chinese buffet and getting only wontons. I mean, it really can be. <laughs> but to me, that would be, I would be pretty shocked by that. Because to me, one of the great appeals of him is he's been a freaking Alabama. Like, there have been great, that place f- filters in and filters out. Like, Lane Kiffin's becoming a lifer there now. And he's in his second year. Like, there are great minds that go in and that. Uh, Until they takes an Illinois job in two years. Yeah, whatever, man. I'll take it. Uh, I will, actually. You're not going to be crazy? Uh, I'm going to be crazy, but it's not when no, he's not going to be able to recruit when he has a two-year contract. Yeah. But anyway. Well, he's not going to drive the program in the dirt. Yeah, that's right. Well, unquote. Yeah, so to speak. <laughs> um, but no, so like to me, you know, that is... I if one of the major appeals has to be the staff he's going to be able to put together. That seems to be yeah. a major appeal, yeah. and, and not and not just coaching staff. Yeah, back, like, the back, right, the back. Right. And I think that's the thing that, um, interestingly, I think that's the thing that Kirby Smart's going to be able to do that Mark Rick can never convince Greg McGarry that we needed to do, which is our staff needs to look like Alabama's, <laughs> right? <laughs> this is how you win because Auburn has it, LSU has it. Is that the answer when Kirby Smart, every time he has a conversation with McGarrity, he's Talk like, Nick. Alabama had it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alabama, Alabama. I think the answer's going to be, Alabama. do you want Jimmy to call you again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I we mean, Jimmy Sex at this point is basically on Slovakia. Yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> something. I mean. So, so go through it for me real quick. Just off the top of your head, who you think in the major positions. And what I want to know is, will he have a special teams coach? Why would you have a special teams coach? You, when, only, you only have too many guys on the staff. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you a question. I don't want you to patronize me. The only way he has a special team coach is he's also a defensive coordinator. That's the only way. Okay. Um, and I can't imagine him doing that. Why would you do that? Yeah. yeah. Some he, schools do have a Nick, special teams coach. This is why Illinois special teams was so bad when Ronzik was the coach. Yeah. He's the special teams coach. He's a special teams coach. <laughs> um, I, I think it's, it's probably, at this point, it's probably um, yeah, Tyson Helton or Doug Meacham. Uh, Doug Meacham's the TCU, uh, which is a little departure for Georgia uh, from the from offensive philosophy. Um, Tyler Helton is the offensive coordinator at Western Kentucky, and if, if you've been paying any attention, Western people for, very before, before you freak out, Western Kentucky has scored like forty six points. They're awesome, right? Yeah, really yeah. Um, they they scored far more points on Vanderbilt than Georgia did. Well, I mean, that's the question too. Is you know, I'm actually I feel like I know who Kirby. I know what the defense is going to look like. Next. Yeah, I feel like I understand. Yeah, that. regardless who the who the I mean, right. if I the know coordinator is not much champ, you know, my guess is we'll find we'll get somebody. I guess you could promote um, Shearer or Rocker. Um, yeah. Although there's some debate whether or not those guys will be back. Um, He's got to have some continuity. Who is he going to keep that's still on the staff? That Brown, may... Brown, McClendon, Lily. If Lily doesn't go with Mark Richt, okay. Um, the and and some combination of Shearer, Rocker, or both. Rob Sale. Uh, Rob Sale's <laughs> going to go with Jeremy Pruitt and be offensive coordinator of South Carolina, which well, I'm not worried about that. 
The um, <laughs> you think for, yeah, that's not, that's not, that's yeah. Not, yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll table that. We'll we'll get there in a second. Yeah, yeah. we will. Um, yeah. You know, as far as position coaches go, to me, I'm most curious about what the office is going to look like. To me, that is that was the question. This well, I think, year, I think the two big questions is it Meacham or, or Helton. I mean, those are the two names we've heard right. over the past couple of days. Um, I personally wouldn't. It wouldn't hurt my feelings to see Mario Cristobal, who is uh, currently the the. Um, who currently is the offensive line coach at Alabama, head former head coach at Florida Atlantic. Yeah, Florida Atlantic, right? Yeah, international. Florida, Florida, Florida International. Florida International. International. Yeah, the one before, before FIU. Uh, Ron Turner. Yeah, before yeah. Ron Turner. That was a great hire. Yeah. Not. And, um, you know, I, I think I think Crystal Ball will do a good job. There's, uh, But what's the philosophy? Like, th- that's really my question. Well, it depends on which those guys you hire. Yeah. I mean, I, I think... What would I, you like to see them go? I think I think we're going to see a little bit more spread concept put yeah. in. I would Georgia do. high schools are do. going to start are starting to run more spread concepts, especially at the highest levels. To me, that's a great... To me, another good reason to hire... Uh, uh, advantage that Smart has, frankly, over Rick, is... Mm-hmm. Listen, you guys, he's, he's willing to think outside He's willing. The box. He's yeah. willing to do that. Rick said, whatever your thoughts about Rick, listen, I've been supporting Rick uh, my entire time here. The hiring of Schottenheimer, I think, spoke to the relatively conservative nature that Rick had on offense that I can see Smart wanting to break out. Yeah. So let me bring up the elephant in the room, talking about the offensive coordinator, and this transitions into recruiting, and there's a certain recruit that's yes. right now in Gainesville, Florida. Does that... I mean, I don't have an opinion of him regardless, but how does that affect his standing with his commitment to Georgia? I think the only way he doesn't come to Georgia is if we get a a straight-up, I mean, true spread guy. Yeah. Um, you, look, when you're talking about Meacham and Helton, I mean, you can't not look at, at Travoy and Boykin, if you're talking about Meacham, and think, yeah, I wouldn't mind being that guy, right? Yeah. Because Boykin doesn't, Boykin doesn't run much. He throws the ball all over the yard. Um, that looks like fun. That it looks, looks like, like a fun, fun team. Right, right, right. Now, I, and I get, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago, about the NFL talent guys who are starting to be really worried about the quarterbacks coming out. But I think over the next few years, what you're really going to see in the NFL is instead of drafting a quarterback first round and saying, you've got to start year one. You're going to treat them like running backs? They're going to treat them like running backs. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. You know what? We're going to we're gonna get we're gonna get talent guys up front. We're going to get skill guys up front. We're going to get off the true, you know, like, 10-year starting left tackles in the first round um, and from the offensive side of the ball. And, you know, we'll wait to the third round to pick up a quarterback because we're going to bring him in. Yeah. We're going to bring him in and train him how to be a pro quarterback anyway. But I think we're almost at that point in the NFL. Yeah. So, I agree. I agree. So, but, you know. The, this dichotomy of, like, the big lumbering quarterback versus the mobile quarterback yeah, is going to be an that's old Cam Newton's killing that. Yeah, right. Cam Newton's killing exactly that. Right. And Jameis Winston is, too. Yeah. So the well, you know, that's a whole different question. I know. That's a whole I, different I, thing. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm constitutionally incapable of not groaning when I hear James Winston. Well, you know, who I'm <laughs> groaning about. You, I'm glad you didn't mention Matt Ryan because I would groan about him right now. Yeah, but but Matt Ryan is actually a good example. Of the prototypical like. Yeah, it's not working right now. And well, part of the reason it's not working is that his offensive line is tragically bad. So which is why teams probably will start taking top like top quality. Like offensive linemen before they're going to start taking quarterbacks. So I say all that to say that you know what we do. You're you're, you're talking about two different things, right? Philosophy oh long term about recruiting. Well, lawyer talk. Here we go. Versus versus. <laughs> I what, feel like what I'm happens on the Jacobson. witness stand. I think what, isn't it true, Mister? Yeah, no. I think all you need to know is that um, Jacob Beeson went to Gainesville by himself, and his parents are going to meet him here this weekend. Ooh, That's okay. all you need to know. 
I think I think he's coming here. He's got a couple bros down uh, there. He's yeah, gonna yeah, he's, yeah. That's right. That's right. He's gonna go break a crystal trophy and then show up here. I mean, listen. One of the things with Eason too is not just that he's important to hang on to. <laughs> Georgia needs a quarterback next year. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> like Georgia needs a quarterback, like literally next year. Maybe for the bowl game. So um, <laughs> it's it's worth knowing that uh, you know we could they need to hang on to him. Uh, and yeah. I, 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 I have no doubt that the coaching staff recognizes that. Yeah, and, I, th- I think the only way to hold on to him is we hire Paul Johnson as our quarterback. You're right, right, right. If this entirely blows up the whole thing. I yeah. Think right. yeah. I think you're right. So, and again, and it's that, a good question. I, and just, that's another, I think it's something yeah. that I'm yeah. not... We and that's know. another advantage, frankly, of Kirby Smart. It is weird. It is strange to think, because you're right, as much as I was kind of mocking this idea earlier, there is something to the idea that they... Georgia just fired their head coach of 15 years, but continuity is still somewhat valued. And to me, Kirby Smart is think about the pressure that um, that uh, if you bring in Herman, for example, who to me is an unknown. Yeah, an unknown. But if they work, he would have been my second choice. He might have been my first choice, to be honest. Like Mm -hmm. Herman is Mm -hmm. he is considered by a lot of people like a preternatural talent like people yeah. love him like he he's, is, he's urban meyer minus letting guys commit murder that yeah i mean that, that, that people think he might be the next urban meyer they think he might be the next urban meyer and and he re-upped at houston didn't he he did he's fact, just gonna wait till I next he's year waiting. yeah he's waiting and so for me i and yeah, texas probably gonna be up next year yeah. yeah that's exactly right and so i understand why you wouldn't hire him i'm not even sure he should have been hired but I'm glad in this environment. It's just a weird thing to think that Georgia just fired their coach of a decade and a half, but still feels like they can't make a clean break. And I feel like if you'd have brought in Herman, all of a sudden that's a really that's a really interesting take. Wow. Is is if you bring in Herman, then all of a sudden he's McGarity's guy. The whole new regime's here, and it's almost too much change. Yeah. In a lot of ways, Smart is what well, it's. He's almost the balm on a self-inflicted wound. You know, he is a, he is a, okay, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay, everyone, if you're freaked out. He's one of us, and he's a smart guy. He feels smart fits in the job here in a way that is Nobody almost the would. only way to, ha- to yeah, handle he's it. The- after, it's not a dramatic change. As much as you can possibly not have a dramatic It's change, like now that he's brain. here, it's like it's the only option that really makes sense. Which is weird, other I know, than not totally firing weird. Mark Rick. It's totally weird. <laughs> so, so if I'm hearing you right, it's like, you know, you broke up with your five-year girlfriend and you're dating a girl with the same haircut and monogram. No, you no, not even. You broke up with your five-year girlfriend and you started dating another ex-girlfriend. Well, yeah, I was, that, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's right up. Yeah, the girl before. Yeah, <laughs> right. okay. okay. And, yeah, I, can, I can deal with that. And that's okay because it's an easier transition. Yeah. And, because, and, and listen, to me, if the, the strike zone for Kirby Smart is being the easier transition – and also the next Mark Richt. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, if, if Kirby Smart, I'll put it this way. If Kirby Smart has the exact same career as Mark Richt over the next 15 years, except wins one national championship. <laughs> we're, we're, tra- we're naming the field after him. There's, there's no, no question. question. Yeah. And so for me, you well, know. Georgia Tech's already naming the field after Mark Richt. So we'll, then we'll name our true. field that's after true. Kirby wow. Smart. But that is, like, that is, to me, that's the upside of this hire. I mean, that is definitely I, upside of this. Game. I hope Kirby Smart wins. stays here 15 years and wins 74% of those games. If he wins the championship. I, if he doesn't win a championship, he doesn't win the championship. He won't be here 15 Look, years. Look, here's the thing. No, that's exactly I actually, right. I actually that's thought, exactly. I actually thought that's, that's probably right. I actually thought about, we were talking about Les Miles earlier, is that the only difference between Mark Rick and Les Miles is Les Miles 
Got Aiden Normal should like him won a championship in the season. He lost to Arkansas and Kentucky in November. Yeah. Right? And that was the craziest year. That was the year Pitt beat West Virginia in the last second touchdown mm-hmm. or field goal or whatever it was. It was just It was two thousand seven. Uh, is that right? Yeah. Yep, because yeah. Georgia was right up there. Yeah. And because we were not eligible for the East because Tennessee yep. refused to lose. Yeah. Yeah. And, yep. you know, that still grinds my gears. This yeah. brings up another question. We talked about national championship. I don't actually think the another item of this is that if, let's say, the year of the SEC championship game, mm-hmm. that play. 12. 12. Yeah. The play. Conley drops the ball or knocks it down. I was just saying the play, so we would have yeah, to relive yeah. it for everyone. If there's a playoff and Georgia makes that playoff, is Mark Rick still here? Yeah, because that team was so hot and so like in tune and just on equal level with Alabama, I think we would have made Swiss cheese of Notre Dame and whoever else stood so, in our way. So what <laughs> you're, point so is what is you're saying, they're going to rematch an SEC championship game. For the national championship, sure, why not? I mean, it happened with Alabama LSU. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, my ultimate that, point, my ultimate, it's a point, hypothetical. My ultimate point is not that as much as it is whatever happened in the playoff or whether they play Alabama or not. If there were a playoff in the last five years and Georgia would have made that playoff, would that have salved a lot of the like right now? Georgia hasn't even lost in the national championship game. Will, that's, a, I, that's a hell of a question. Will if there had been a playoff for the past fifteen years, we would have been in it in two thousand two. In 2007, and definitely 2012, and maybe some other year. So and who knows? We Mark might have gotten two out of three. If that happens, is Mark Rick still here? Uh, absolutely. I just think about I don't know if we'd have gone in 2012, but definitely seven. Definitely two. We would have gone in two. We were 13 yeah, and one. Two, two and 12. Okay, so maybe not two, uh, two and seven. Two and seven. Two and seven. Yeah, but I don't but know. Two but, but the, but, but the that's the point. But, is if, yeah. if, if Smart can just get in get the playoffs, playoffs. Yeah, you don't all. need to win the championship. I well, think he better win it eventually. Th- look, yes, look, but you buy yourself. But no one's gonna fire. Uh, this is this will be an interesting can, college he, football he, test study. If anyone ever gets fired for making the playoff and losing in the playoff, look, if he he can't get in two thousand sixteen and not and then not win anything until two thousand twenty six, we've already we've already said. Oh, well, that's not don't even right. don't even speak that way. I mean, he's got three years to make to it make some kind of playoff. Do you but, think but, he's got three years to make? The I think he's got three years, and then he's got an extra year after that with like, like a little finger waving. I think four years. I think I think you're right. I yeah. think you're right. But I my, think, my point but, is, but you get Georgia fans in a playoff. Like we're 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 talking about going our trip to Dallas, making our arrangements to go to the, the to Jerry World to see the semifinals. We are in heaven right now. We we are beside ourselves. I gotta and, say you're right. We're all arguing with our with our wives about yeah the yeah things. yeah. It's a but, new thing. We, we've never experienced this before. Yeah, I have well, say, some of us married well, and I'm not arguing with my wife. At all. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> But my point is, is that I married well. I didn't say you didn't marry well. Yeah, what about me? My wife would be there. Um, Yeah, you married really well. Both of y'all did. Um, Let's say we go to 2017 and Kirby gets to the playoffs. But then, thank you. Yeah, you married very well. But then. Should we just keep this in a round robin? Keep interrupting you? But we go to 2017 (laughs) without winning another SEC championship. We fire Kirby. If we do, I wasn't listening. If we go 10 years without getting an SEC championship after winning one in 2017 to get in the playoffs, do we fire Kirby? Who. But hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, I we, see what you're saying. But we've already said that Mark Rick hasn't won anything in quote, 10 years. Unquote, in 10 years. 2017, 2027 is 10 years. Are we going to let Kirby go that long without winning another one? If he doesn't. I'm saying, does the playoff give make the bar lower? Yes. I think it does. Yes. I honestly think it does. I and, think, and you know what? Here's the thing three, four years, it's probably going to be eight teams. 
God. I mean, it's probably is. I have to say, I, 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 you don't seem that like I, I think eight would be fantastic, particularly if what you do, what you should do, which is make the first four games on campus. Oh yeah, that's what oh, we really that would should be do. Awesome. You go I, I am like, I'm get off. Come my on, lawn. Tony. I am so get off my lawn in this situation. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. I think we should go back. I'm to right the there old, with Will. The only there's only one is time he, in my in my life that I can think of where I absolutely didn't see the national champion. Being actually legitimate, that's BYU in '84. Yeah. No, you don't, I'm sorry, you don't play a six and five Michigan team in, in San Diego <laughs> and win the national championship. That's you, ridiculous. Well, I understand. What why you're why saying. are you hung up on that? No, because this, what because what he's saying is that the old school where there were not even the national championship. There were, there were two champions. There were just there were three. They're bolts. I loved it. It was we, awesome. I think we that, understand you are old. School. No, I actually I understand that I I actually do understand that idea because there there was an excitement to that and yeah. trying to make you feel better. Thank but you. now like that's just not the way the world is. No, no. So you know now. To be fair, we're recording this game at night, and I'm not I'm not grousing about how long it is. So. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, we um, we have all had to have dinner at 4.30. <laughs> um, Piccadilly. They, they shut the buffet off at 5. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Come on, the pot, this Ponderosa is not going to pay itself. Um, <laughs> but the point is that once you've opened the door to 4, I mean, 8's coming. It's obviously coming. Yeah. And to me, I just hope when they do 8, they do it on campus, which is what they really they should. do. They should. That's like what they the really Pac-12 should. does for their championship game. Not anymore. Yeah. No, no. Where have play, I been? They play at Levi's. Yeah, Levi's. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, they did it for the first yeah. couple years on campus. Levi's saying which everybody hates. I'm living in but, 2012 or something. But but that's the point though is that like the bar for him now because I agree the thing with Rick is you never won a championship so screw off. But now I think a playoff berth has got to buy you by him or years. anyone. A few years, three years. Yeah, yeah. Three yeah. Years. Think about Kirk Ferentz. <laughs> I mean, he just bought himself. Well, he was. Another, they were going to fire him. Another, yeah. another seven years. Oh century. yeah. So speaking, well, they're going to win. So speaking win. of Arkwright, yes, yes. Let's move on to the other news which broke just before. That's we got right. Today. Yeah. What about? Okay. So it's been broken for about two hours now. Yes, Mark Richt is going so to Miami. Are, are Georgia fans all now Miami fans? Yes. I don't think so. I don't think yes. so. Yes. No. Because. I, I, I got to be honest. If he goes and wins the championship there, I am going to oh. be both so excited for him and also just bitter. Tony, you're getting, <laughs> you're getting the cart before the horse. Can you imagine if he wins a championship at Miami? Y'all are both getting the cart before the horse because there's something that's tangible that's going to happen next year, probably in October or maybe November. University of Miami is going to go to Grant Field, Bobby Dodd Mark, Stadium. Mark <laughs> yeah, Mark Rick Field. And they are going to play the Yellow Jackets. And guess what? Miami doesn't travel well. Georgia Tech will be mired in, what, another three and five campaign uh, by then. October will be a wide out. And there will be 20,000 red-clad fans in that stadium on a Thursday night, is and it, I'm guessing it's Thursday. Thursday. That would be awesome if it was. No, so I'm just assuming it is. The ACC, ACC should schedule that. You know what? I looked it up. Yeah. Is it? Okay. I, I looked it up, and it wasn't on. Oh, okay. the, it wasn't up. on the internet I was looking at. Okay. But what I'm saying is... I know. I've got the deep web. The, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're well connected. Yeah. <laughs> but think about how many people will go there just to piss Georgia Tech <laughs> off. How great is that going to be? Because, you know what? If you're not doing anything on that Thursday night, you're going to be like, dude, I'm I'm rolling going into to Atlanta. Atlanta, and I'm going to wear my red, and we're going to cheer for Miami, and it's going to be like the biggest away slash home advantage. It is going to be fantastic. <laughs> Although not as awesome as thinking the ACC's on the, de- the ACC schedules on the deep web. <laughs> 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 like it's some sort of like I have to say I feel like this tells me something about the ACC because the SEC schedule is out for next year. Yeah, the AC, but the ACC is contractually obliged to do four or five Thursday night games. So yeah, so it's not. Yeah, yeah. so um, yeah. it's not, not even. It's, on the it'll deep probably web. historically speaking, it'll probably be like. 
late October, early November. Yeah, if it's, it's like, a Thursday night game, we're going. Oh my god, yeah, we, we might will, do the podcast we'll from there. Broadcast live. We might have to with a we'll bottle do, of Maker's we'll Mark. Do, yeah, we'll, that was. Be just like over yeah. Um, no, but that's great. I, I think, think you're right. I think I think there will be a lot of a lot of Georgia fans that are rooting against Tech and for Mark. Rick. What do we think about the fact that Mark Rick is immediately I, taking? I'm happy job? for him. I oh, am no, too. I, I'm happy for him too. I didn't think he was going to take a job I didn't this year. Either. I thought Catherine was going to be like, no way. Yeah. But it's Boca Raton. It's Miami. Yeah. It's, 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 it's the, you know, crowd. he probably sat there and you know he's a religious man. Lots of people looking for him. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm a religious man too, but he probably prayed. And sat there, you know, and, and prayed about it and talked with Catherine about it and was like, look, this is the only time. I mean, the stars have aligned that yeah. I can go coach at my alma yeah, mater. It's not going to happen next year if I sit this year out. That's so let's right. do it. That's and, right. I, and, I, and I applaud. I mean, I, me too. I'm, I, I'm I think it's awesome. Really happy for I mean, I, I saw on Twitter the other day, only half joking, that I would watch a sitcom involving Mark Rick and Luther. Uh, Uncle, 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 yeah, <laughs> Luther Campbell? Uh, Luther Campbell running a coffee shop and Kyle's the odd couple when I'm living on a boat or something. Miami Vice 2 or something. Yeah. No, it's worth knowing that, like, Miami is not that great of a job. Like, it's actually not that great of a job. Historically, they've had success, but, like, you, like their games are, like, three quarters or half full. They do oh, not have, they like... Would- Die for three quarters. Yeah, like th- this is not something. Like he's going to find out real fast that Miami home games are not like games at Sanford Stadium. I mean, I as think, I'm sure he already knows. Yeah, I think, but how will he do recruiting? And will he take any of our recruits there or assistants? I feel like I think we already recruit, talked about that. But no, assistants. I would be more worried about assistants. Well, there are going to be a couple guys that will transfer down there for yeah. him. Uh, there's already some Who? rumors. I don't know yet. I, I, there are already some rumors that a couple of guys, skill guys, position guys, are going to transfer. Sony? Um, well, you know, Sony's from down there. He's no, soft- no, 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 no. He's Isaiah's a sophomore. From down there. Isaiah's from down there. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie's from Is he a junior? He's a sophomore. a sophomore. So Isaiah could sit out and get, get his hammy all healed up and play two years for the U. Yeah. Um, he actually would look kind of good in the Right, well, that's, that's, that's hush your mouth. Hush your like mouth. Willis McGee with a, without a bad knee. Willis McGee, McGee, uh, without a bad knee. <laughs> um, the but you know there, I, I wouldn't surprise me to see some guys transfer. I, I really wouldn't. You got a name and, for me? And I, I don't know. I, I, I it just wouldn't surprise me that happens. Okay, when okay, me. I'll let you go. Um, the second, the second thing I think is he will take Lily with him. I can't imagine Lily doesn't go. That makes sense. Uh, he's Lily's been with Rick nearly his whole career. The third thing is uh, it, it'll be really interesting to see what his philosophy is. Um, you know, Al Golden's philosophy is we're no we're no longer the you that just recruits Miami. You know, we're going to look outside of Miami, and you know, we get the right guy from Miami. Blah 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 blah. If you're willing to recruit Dade County really hard, that's what made Miami great. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so if you if you lock down South Florida, that actually helps Georgia out if you think about it, because Florida, <laughs> even Alabama. Um, till to even to a lesser extent, you know, South Carolina and Tennessee have recruited really now, and Auburn have recruited really well down there. So this is McGarity's master plan. He's a sleeper agent. Agent, agent <laughs> Rick. Agent Rick. Although I have stayed away from the agent smart because of um, you know the. Obvious but it is reasons. still Agent Muschamp, right? Yeah. 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 Until, well, that's the very until. Until it becomes our D coordinator. Until Mr. Rome comes our D coordinator. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But I will say, I I'm gonna keep an eye on every Miami game next. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no yes. Yeah. No. no I think every Georgia no fan will. I think you'll. I think. I think people will be shocked with how much support he gets from the Georgia community pulling for Miami. I mean, Miami might actually increase their attendance by five thousand a game because of the Georgia <laughs> contingent. That's a long, long <laughs> drive from. <laughs> but you know, you know, the interesting thing is Miami also plays at Appalachian State next year. How far is that state from here? 
Five hours. Five hours. They really play at App they State. They play at App State Good next schedule, year. Like they guys. have God, they, go they have got the worst. But think about uh, that. How road trip. That game anyway. Wait until last Saturday road trip. <laughs> road trip. So Appalachian we're, so State to go right. support Coach Let me get this right. We're just going to blow off two Georgia games to go to Of course. No. <laughs> it's probably a Thursday night game. Hey, we're already going to the Grove. So we're we going have, to, uh, yeah, we're going to Ole Miss next year. You're, you're, damn, oh, you're damn right we're going to the Grove. That is no question we're going to the Grove next year. All right, so we didn't talk about bowls at all. All right. Uh, we do have a – That's This is after that. Oh, sorry. This is after the podcast about the bowls. But yeah. let's, let's, let's wrap up, Rick. I mean, yeah. let's wrap up uh, yeah, Miami. Yeah. Like, I, I, I do I, – It's great. I, I think it's, it's awesome great. for Mark. I'm really happy about it. I have to say, I actually kind of appreciated – that he talked about how much he loved Athens, how much he wanted to stay. Mm-hmm. But, man, he's got to do it. I'm glad he's doing it. I hope they do well. The one thing that I don't want to happen is I, – I don't know if we know. Maybe listeners know this better than we do. Whether or not he's co- – I'm assuming he's not coaching in the bowl game now. Like, I don't, don't know. know. I, I think it's probably a little too early. Well, I've yeah. seen projections that in the Music City Bowl, they're pitting UGA versus Miami. Might there happen. be a it's chance no way, it's no that happen. Kirby Smart that. and Coach Rick talk and say, hey, let's go ahead and move, no. move places. Yeah, and, uh, I, I did, yeah I did, it's hard to imagine a scenario. No, that wouldn't happen. I'm yeah. assuming that scenario was before, would be but awesome. they knew that Rick was going to Miami. Yeah. I think it would be terrible. I think it would be really weird because – well, bowl and, games are weird. Yeah, but, but, like, the one thing I will say, the one sad thing about Rick going to Miami, I wanted him to have his moment. Yeah. I yeah. wanted him to have a moment where he co- – because, you know, the, the, to me, one of the best parts of the press conference, when he, when they asked him, did what did you think about coaching the bowl game? Oh, yeah. And he was like, oh, I couldn't – I can't. Of course yeah, I, just, I would do it. Do you just, think he's going to be able to do that, though? I mean, yeah, that's a but that's month the problem. away. That's the problem. Is that I mean, like think now about he's coaching the team? Think about it. I mean, I mean, Kirby Smart's going to be expected after the SEC championship game to start coming here. Well, that's what Rick did 15 years ago. Rick yeah. was prepared they, for the national championship and game. Florida State and Florida State scored two points against Oklahoma and lost the national championship. Yeah, but I don't think it was because Mark Rick was preparing for the Georgia job. I don't think Florida State people feel maybe they do. I don't feel know. That if way. Alabama scores two points this weekend, it's just prophetic. <laughs> I just kind of feel like I hope to me that is the the one downside of Miami. Though maybe this is maybe better in a clear break. Is I would have loved to have had a moment where all those players, everyone just had got a to chance. say, I totally agree. I totally agree. I just say, don't think that's going to happen now. I just if he if he doesn't go to the game, it can't happen. Yeah. If he doesn't go to what? Go to the bowl game. That's the thing. Is like like it's one thing for Kirby Smart to remain with Alabama because they're preparing for a playoff game. Right. It's another thing for Mark Rick to remain with Georgia when they're playing the Music City. Right. And as far as I'm concerned, if I'm Miami, I'm like, okay, we want you here. Now. Exactly. Because yeah. they want him on the road. Yeah. And so to me. Now, you don't think he could just double dip for a while and just, just come back? I don't it. see that happening either. I just don't either. see it. I think you need something as important as a playoff so game do you or a put national a, championship game. I think he's not coaching the bowl game. I don't, I don't think that can happen either. So, so is there a chance – that Kirby saying like, look, this is I'm 39 years old. This is my future career. I need to get my feet wet over at Georgia. I need to coach that bowl game. I uh, I just kind of feel like if they're in the, if they lose to Florida, yes, yeah, um, that that, but, that would be the case. But I uh, man, yeah, if they're in the playoffs, you get the I chance to make to. the national championship game. You're the defensive court. I he can't leave. I don't think we can blame him. Yeah, and I think we need to be prepared for Brian Schottenheimer and our coach. No, 
I'd rather see Brian McClendon or Thomas Brown. I mean, I, I, you could that see Lily. Be, you could see Lily. Uh, well, he did it last year yeah. for uh, you know OC. Yeah, for That's Bobo. An excellent question. Who is the interim coach? It, it, but if no Lily, if Lily's going to go with no wait, wait I want to, I want to, I want to go on with this. I think, I think McClendon because Lily's going to go with Rick to Miami, and McClendon and Brown will be retained. But he might not need to need to go immediately. Yeah, my gut, my Here's gut my is question: Why is it not Pruitt? Because it would be awesome if it were Pruitt. I just don't see them letting it happen that way. Yeah, yeah, I, agree with I think you. there's there's. There's water on the bridge there. If you want to know that, just simply Google it. But there's water on the bridge there. That just if you are looking, happen. if you are looking for a way for people to pull the bandaid off and move to a new era of Georgia football, how about bowl game head coach Brian Schonheimer? Uh, <laughs> that would be the worst. It, have, I, I have to it think you're right. Be, it would I have be. To say something. I think you're right. Actually, you know, in a funny way, and this is a great way to wrap up the Mark Rick thing. It would be fitting that the Mark Richt era ended at Georgia because of and with Brian Schottenheimer. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. There's a certain point. There's a certain point. Brian Schottenheimer and yeah. the what was what's the joke in the solid verbal? They've you've got a bad case of Lambert Schottenheimer. <laughs> and um, sounds think, horrible. Yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. It it's like way a, worse than Dick Cheney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, maybe, maybe what will happen is. They'll make some agreement where Mark Rick flies in the day of the Music City Bowl and coaches the dogs and then leaves. I think that would be. Or to me, this is the closest. They've got to let are that all happen. Rainbows pretty in your yeah. well, I think. I think Where's regardless. I think regardless, it's got to happen. Coach Rick has to be on that field. I just. I don't think it's going to man. I He's going to fly in I, I that mean, morning and fly look, out. There's a possibility that, that he works out a deal to stay, and it could happen. And Miami could be in a position to say, you know what. Whatever you want to do. It's dude. reasonable. We want you to do that. You exactly. get on the recruiting trail, but yeah. you exactly. can still play around with it. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's doable. Yeah. I just I if I I have to say that I don't know if I would like I if I were Miami, I wouldn't agree to that. Yeah. <laughs> like I would well, not agree to that. And if the if if what we saw earlier was real, and who knows, by the time you're listening to this, we'll know. Yeah. Um, we'll know by the time you listen to this whether or not that's happening. Depends on how fast I get this up. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, like for the weekend, I mean, I'm yeah. yeah, I mean, we're, yeah, tomorrow. We're, I'm we talking tomorrow, Monday, yeah. and uh, <laughs> but one. Well, we'll close the on this. I, it's sad that he. I, I just don't think he's coaching the bowl game. I have to say, I, I don't see how it makes sense. And to me, that's the that's the only real sad part about it. I'm happy for him going to Miami. I just I, I don't see how that works. So I'm watching Miami like crazy next year. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm not right. rooting if if they play Georgia. Screw them. Go down, but. Oh, I was just saying, pull up the picks. Let's oh, 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 oh. Yes, now it's time for the picks. All right, so we're done. I think I think we've talked. We about had this three huge topics. Yeah, yeah I think, so I, think we, uh, I thought we did a pretty good job. I, I think those those horses. Are I have to say, good. this is our first year on the podcast, and boy, what a year! Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. you know, you know what I thought about well, doing. Yeah, well, maybe we'll do the wrap up. Uh, I thought later. about going back through our first episode no, with all of our picks. Never look back at old podcasts. Never look back. At no, old no, podcasts. like with who we. I know we all picked Boykin for the Heisman, and oh, we picked God, no. Georgia. I had. I had. I had Ohio State versus USC in the championship game. Yeah, that's not happening. No, I think it's a bad idea to do that just because. I mean, it's just nothing. Yeah, go look at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go look at the first episodes of Friends. There was a lot of bad hair. Um, <laughs> all right, here we go. All right. Although all right, we're still going to do this for basketball a little bit, right? Oh yeah. Well, I I don't know if we're going weekly, but I think that we're yeah. I think every other week. Every other week. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's about all I can take with <laughs> basketball, especially when they're three and two. Man, you said they were going to be good. No. 
They're not bad. That's the whole game was never, a rough loss. Well, I think if I replayed our one of our old pockets, he, I think, made the claim that they might go undefeated in the <laughs> non-conference. Schedule. I think I laughed. Yeah. I laughed. Although last night I went back and looked at Oakland's RPI, they're 88th. And that's, yeah, Oakland's good. Actually, that's we should have beaten them by a little more, yeah. and we should have put. A I'm hurting. Player. I'm hurting from the Seton Hall loss. That hurts. That was a rough, the, the Chattanooga loss. Chattanooga, Chattanooga loss. Hurt. Although Chattanooga's still 125. We should be five and zero. Oh. Yeah, I, I've watched Chattanooga beat both Georgia and Illinois this year, so I've seen about enough Chattanooga. I think. I think, I think we need to see a little bit less Kessler. Just, just saying. Really? Just. Yeah, no, maybe. Mike Edwards. I think the only reason we've seen so much Kessler is because of uh, the guy's name I still can't pronounce. Okay, okay, Yes. Why is it? Why is it Turtle Jackson playing more? That's what I want to know because well, he would be starting at Connecticut. Wait, 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 wait. No, he would be. He would not be starting at Connecticut, and he would not be because he's he, he's he's a guard behind. Yeah. We have two senior guards. He's not there yet. But Charles know. Mann at the free throw line. Mm. Yeah, but fine. But every, Charles Mann everywhere else is better than yeah. Turtle Jackson. Yeah. Not his sideburns. Okay, yeah, side from uh, Yes. Okay, so we only have six right. games this week. Yeah, let's roll through okay, this. Okay, uh, real quick. Uh, the game that nobody cares about, Southern Miss and Western Kentucky. I don't know if it's a home or away thing. I don't know where they're playing. It's the Conference USA Championship. Where's that, where are they playing that? Which one's left on the right? Are they playing? I thought they played at like Liberty Bowl or something. Maybe they do. Okay. Let's assume they do. All right, Western Kentucky. So since the, the coach at Western Kentucky might be the OC yeah. at Georgia, I'm going to pick Western Kentucky. Yeah, hey, Monk has done a great job at Southern Miss to go there and win. Oh, after that's a, they were like oh and everything. Um, still, I think Western Kentucky they had has Favre too much and nothing. Yeah, well, Larry Fedora did great there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's he, true. he had that's a true. bunch of non-win yeah. seasons, so but I still think Western Kentucky wins. Yeah, I am with Western Kentucky. Okay, uh, Temple Owls at Houston Cougars. Houston Bob Bunch. I we talked about this earlier with the coaching carousel stuff. You're he's going to be the coach at Texas next year. Yeah, I don't. And Herman is that's the only way. The only way is Char- if Charlie goes out and wins the conference. Right, right, yeah. right, right. I, but like that is Tom Herman to me is he's yeah, the next some, star. But there was some interesting stuff about Matt Rule that came out because he was he was like yeah he was number one with a bullet for yeah. for Missouri and Missouri's AD went there and interviewed him like a, like literally an hour after he left. It was like. Matt was no longer a kid. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if they just didn't get along or whatever. But it's still interesting that both Herman and Rule have been candidates for a lot of the big name up. That being said, Houston big. I still feel like Dino Babers is getting his right job. That's that's a great I fit. Still that's a great like fit. It's totally a great fit. All right, uh, Stanford and Southern Cal. Where's that game being played? Uh, yeah, I think it's at uh, Levi Stadium. Yeah, San Francisco. So it's kind of a Stanford home bullets? game. What is your bullets? It's kind of a Stanford home game. Yeah. Not the way Southern Cal travels. <laughs> That's the, they don't travel. Southern Cal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those guys, they'll fly their, they'll fly their private Priuses up or whatever. <laughs> That's not a I, – I made that drive. It's about five hours. Yeah. It's a trick. Yeah. yeah. L.A. to San Fran. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, this is kind of interesting. I, I want to talk briefly about USC hiring the interim coach. That was mm-hmm. a little bit of a yeah, surprise. Interesting. And, and who was who? And legit why candidate. David Shaw wasn't a candidate for the George job. Yeah, he's not a great – he's not a great fit. Okay, well, can you please elaborate? I mean, because a lot of people thought he, he didn't go here. Oh, okay. he all right, well, that makes sense. Then. No, I think he, I think he's got eyes on the NFL if he's going to move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. It's and, kind of and, and, and I think as Bears mentioned, Clay Helton was a legit candidate for the Georgia OC job okay. if he doesn't get that job. Okay, you're going to say, I'm sorry. Some people had the Georgia job close to the US, the USC job close to the Georgia. Yeah, they're one A one B. Yeah, I still feel like the Georgia job is better just because USC's got so much. 
somewhat junk over there, and the fans are so like, no, it's all fancy money. Yeah, and it's not deep; it's transient money. In a yeah, lot of ways. yeah, and so. So I'm not sure the job was there, but certainly to give imagine if imagine if Rick had been fired mid season and they gave the job to an interim guy and then Georgia said, Go ahead, uh. keep him. <laughs> it's hard to imagine that, right? Yeah, that would be tough. So it's surprising. I mean, we're having this in Illinois. We're a little frustrated by it in Illinois as well. And we are not Georgia. So and we are definitely not USC. So for me, that I was surprised like maybe he's great and uh, if you saw the the player reaction. When he got the job, the players lost their minds. They loved it. They were elated to have it. So that says something that maybe that we don't see. I mean, I would have liked the substitute teacher to teach my class also. Yeah, so second semester. Part of of this, the players loved Ed Orgeron, and they didn't hire Ed Orgeron. Yeah, so they're trying to relearn. They're trying to find the last war. Yeah, right. Um, the, the, The part about this interesting is that you would have thought after the Sarkeesian hire that Pat Hayden was done. And he's not. And Pat Hayden... Funda- and he's actually like, physically ill now. Yeah, he's not only physically ill, but he's also fundamentally lazy, I guess, if you think about how he approaches his job searches. So this was the really simple hire. He beat UCLA, which makes at least half the fan base happy, no matter how, how it happened. They could go one and... Literally, they could go one and 12. You beat UCLA, you're good. Um, so, you know, that that being said, I think Stanford probably curb stomps him. Yeah. Uh, no, and no, just, no. I don't know if I'm going to use it such an excessively... Yeah, that notion. makes me think of that... Yes. Movie American, American History, History X. American yes. History X. Ugh. Yeah, can't watch that scene. Yes, it's really hard to watch. It's Is that where you got that from? Curb Stomp. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Or did you have that before that movie time. came out? I mean, it's I not mean. the first time I heard it, but okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, North Carolina and Clemson, and where are they playing? Charlotte. I think they do play. I mean, Charlotte that's North Charlotte, Carolina's yeah. backyard. There's gonna be a lot of UNC fans that like wake up and are like. Oh, I think I go to the minute. game, and then suddenly Clemson's they bought all the tickets. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They're like basketball. We'll we'll let that wait a little bit because we're playing a bunch of nobodies right now, and yeah, we've it's, got a real ACC championship game. It is a little weird that North Carolina's behind two two lost teams. I can't believe that they don't have a shot. I mean, it's they did. Weird. Play, they okay. have they have two wins over FCS teams. Who'd they play? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Let guess. me look. Let me and, look. Let and me look. their only loss is to South Carolina. They beat North Carolina A&T. Well, that's huge. And Delaware. I mean, that's where Joe Flacco went. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't underestimate a blue hen victory. Who was elite? Yeah. They they also beat Illinois. They did. They, they trounced Illinois. And Georgia Tech. Yeah. Well, they're in the conference. Wake so. Forest. Virginia, no, Pittsburgh, this, 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 yeah, not it's not it's not very impressive to me. Like though, but like if they would have won that North Carolina game, which they very I mean, well South could Carolina. have won. Sorry, South Carolina game, which they very well could oh, have won. Oh, they should have. South Carolina handed it to them. Are we talking in playoff? How do you leave out a Power Five undefeated team? I, I don't, I don't know that you do, but I mean, North Carolina schedules like Florida's without Florida State on it. Yeah, but they're hot, dude. Like they've been playing great for like two months. You think we'll beat them in the dome next year? Oh, I came start thinking about it next year. Yeah, I keep forgetting that's the first game. I know. So there's, there's only six games at Sanford next year, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So here's here's what I think. If they go out and beat Clemson, if they go out and beat Clemson, and they beat them and just make them look bad, there's a chance. But I, they, I they've got a long But they way need to weird go. stuff to happen in front. I still There's no weird stuff to happen. Florida yeah, I mean, beats Alabama? Yeah. Okay, then Florida goes. No. Yes. No. No. I, I no, so. no. 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 So. No. I think no. that Florida State no. must cost them. Yeah. I, I think there's no SEC team in Florida. Wins. You don't think so? No. I don't think so. No. I don't think so. 
I don't know. Which to me is the most the amazing notion that like I think you would take Mississippi before you would take Florida to be honest. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, that being said, I think Clemson scores fifty five. Yeah, I think Clemson is going to beat him. I I think this is a closer game than, than than people are giving it credit for. And well, Clemson might get a little bit of the pucker factor going. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> You don't think so? Because yeah, I, I felt play like play. they had it a little they bit last a, they week. Haven't play, they played. They haven't played that way in four weeks. They, no, they, no. they, they were, they were having a tough time in the first, second quarter against South Carolina. I mean, they only beat them by like five points. Yeah, it's a robbery game. You know what you do with robbery games? South Carolina's terrible. <laughs> but South Carolina then beat North Carolina. I don't know. I'm tired yeah. of talking about this game. Yeah, it's ACC. Yeah, that's where Mark Richt is going to be. Clemson. All right, Clemson. I got Clemson also. Uh, Michigan State. And Iowa and Indianapolis? Is that where it is? It is at the Lucas Oil Stadium. What a crazy game. This is the best game. Like, oh, it is the best game. Absolutely. And it's so awesome. So crazy. I got to say, man, I want Iowa to win this I kind of so do, too. Badly. I kind of do, too. And the reason is because look, you look, at, I mean, look at the four teams that are in the playoff right now. You've got Clemson, who's a little bit of an upstart. Right. It's nice to see that. Right. You've got, uh, uh, but it's still an established team that is having a good year. In all likelihood, Alabama. Yeah, Alabama, Oklahoma, These which are is locked, which is locked up, right? And you know, Oklahoma is locked up more than anyone. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then behind them, you've got Ohio State. You've got like I, see, I think the winner of this game goes. Oh, I don't think it's any question. But Iowa, like it's just weird seeing like there. Iowa. So I want him so bad because like I would love to. This is what you want. Like, isn't this what we want to have a team that can. Be outside of the established blue bud, make a run. I this. could find myself pulling for Iowa. I root my. Oh, if Alabama gets off. in, oh yeah, I'm rooting for Alabama. Uh, if I'm rooting not Alabama. I'm rooting for them if they get in. If I mean, Iowa, Iowa. Wins, they're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I can see myself rooting for yeah, Iowa. I'm, I'm not going to root yeah, for I'm Alabama. No, I'm no longer or, uh, an SEC. Like I'm going to just root for the, no. the cloth. No. Yeah. No. I think I, I if Iowa win, whoever wins this game, I think. But, I but the real question is, can they win? I think so. To be honest, I think that you know I, they did not look great against Nebraska, and they they struggled. And frankly, they did not look great against Illinois in Iowa. So you know there are there are issues with this team, but they are a team that doesn't make a lot of mistakes, just like Michigan State. Yeah, but they're a team that doesn't make a lot of mistakes. I'll, I'll put it this way: I think Michigan. If I put Michigan State against Alabama, I think Michigan State can hang a little bit if Cooks healthy. Yeah, if they're if he's healthy, if Cooks healthy. If I put Iowa against Alabama, Iowa probably loses by twenty five points. Yeah. But if I put Iowa against Michigan State right now, yeah, I'm, I'm picking Iowa in this game. Look, I'm all in. Look, my my thought on this is that Iowa really struggles um, with a couple of things, and, and one of them's teams that run the ball. Yeah. Um, and Michigan can't run the ball. Michigan State can't run the ball. It's a perfect matchup. It's a perfect setup. It's a perfect really matchup. Is. I mean, this game has all the potential to be literally 45-42, and it also has all the potential to be 40 Which is total opposite of what you would think in a Big thing. Ten game. It could be either. Be. Yeah, it could, could be, be It really could be either. I mean, that Iowa-Indiana should win the game. That's it's worth knowing that Iowa, Iowa could win the Big Ten without playing Ohio State. Uh-huh. Without playing Michigan, uh-huh. and until today, without playing Michigan State, yeah, like that's amazing. Like those are the three obvious. But they're best they're teams. playing Michigan State. I know, but that's right. the point, though, is right. that like this is their test. Oh, okay. Yeah, like this they, is their one test, and, and and that's and I'll be honest, Michigan State has played tougher teams, and that's why I think they win because I think they've been on the they've been on the stage and they're going to rise to the occasion in a way that Iowa hasn't had to yet. And you could make an argument. I don't see any way Iowa wins this game and doesn't get in, but you can make an argument for them not to get in. 
Like this Even is their good. best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, like I, I think they should be in. I think. And, and I don't in, think they're ready. In, in the same way that you can make the argument in North Carolina. Yeah, but I don't think they're ready. I don't think we are quite in a world yet where a Big Ten team goes undefeated and wins a Big Ten championship and does not get in. Right. I yeah. just don't think that's right. happening. Though imagine a world, uh, theoretically speaking, <laughs> imagine a world where Iowa wins this game and has only played Michigan State, and then the second best win I think is Pittsburgh or Northwestern, uh, Wisconsin, right? Wisconsin, yeah, okay, fine. For Wisconsin, Pittsburgh or Wisconsin. This is not a good Wisconsin team. And in fact, I think Northwestern is ahead of Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah Northwestern. Northwestern. Yeah, that's probably right. And go kids, go kids. But imagine a world where that Iowa team makes it, and Alabama somehow loses to Florida. So Iowa is in the playoff, and yes, there's no their freaking mind. And there's oh, who gives a crap about ratings? Like, first off, ratings are going to be. Uh, it's funny because. I'm already prepared for the ratings conversation to be – if ratings are really good, they're going to say it's because they had big profile teams. If they're bad, they're going to say it's because it's New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah. And well, they got to build an excuse. I'm really hoping – I have to tell part of me that wants the ratings to be bad this year because they need to stop with the New Year's Eve thing. Oh, I don't care about New Year's Eve. Uh, I'm past – I'm, past, I'm, I'm, my, I'm I mean, up the age New Year's Eve. doesn't matter. It's another I mean, you're halfway to 90 – It's amateur night. 92 or something like that. the math? 94. 94, okay. Yeah, I was close. Yeah. Point is, uh, I think Iowa's winning, and I I'm, I, I, am, I want Iowa to win very badly. Oh, I'd love for Iowa to win. I just think Michigan State does. Okay, I think Michigan State also wins. All right, I can't believe we spent 15 minutes talking about the Big Ten. But Dude, come on. It's, a, it's the biggest game of the week. It's the best game. game. There. It's Everybody's the best in the game. It's still the Big Ten. Everybody's in the game. Alabama, move on. Okay. You are yep. history's yep. greatest monster. Florida scored two points last week. Versus Florida State, and they're playing Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, why wins. is this a better game exactly? No, it's just <laughs> it's just my uh, my bias. I mean, I still want to have my little happy place right. where the Big Ten sucks. Alabama has a better defense than Florida State, a better running offense than Florida State, and actually a better quarterback than yeah. Florida State. <laughs> we don't. I mean, we've talked about this in theory for the past hour and a half. So it's, it's going to be an old fashioned motorboating. <laughs> Boat race. Are we? Are we? Do, are we in agreement though? If somehow Florida does something crazy, they're not. They can't. Like they're not going to. I, I said earlier. They I mean, Derrick Henry by himself they can beat Florida. They won't. They're, they're not getting in. Theoretically. Okay, uh, but here Florida's also, not getting in. Hold on. But there's no SEC hold on, team. Hold on, That's my point. No, Notre Dame gets in. Hold on. I've pulled Stanford. up. Okay, so Stanford, so real yeah. quickly, real quickly, we've all agreed Alabama's going to beat Florida. Right. Yes. Right. Okay. So before we end this podcast episode, I want y'all to look at the. College football playoff rankings. And I'm going to go over it for you listeners at home real quick. I'm going to go through the top ten. Clemson's number one, followed by Alabama, Oklahoma, Iowa, Michigan State's number five, Ohio State, Stanford, Notre Dame, Florida State, North Carolina rounds out number ten. We've talked about Operation Chaos throughout the year. What, in, in y'all's opinion, what would exemplify chaos for this weekend and then what would you see the final four be <laughs> i like that idea well what would exemplify chaos would just be clemson losing and alabama losing yeah uh, and um, and stanford losing okay and stanford losing. okay that so then the who, who would be the final four so oklahoma is the one that's definitive right oklahoma can't be changed and whoever wins the big 10 championship is in yeah so basically you're deciding does alabama go with an sec championship loss and does Stanford go over Ohio State or Notre Dame? But he said, beat? what if Stanford loses? Yeah, no, no, but if Stanford loses, Full do chaos. they still go over Ohio State? Um, and I don't think they do. I think Ohio State is. I think Ohio State is. The you're looking at two Big Ten teams yeah. is what you're looking at. Yeah. 
I know the fourteen. One okay, one not even winning the championship. Yeah. But what about a one loss Iowa? I I just I, they wouldn't not so, have so, any wins. So what you're saying is UNC has no shot. They, I think they should, but they don't. I, I agree with Will. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. I mean, it's possible you're going to jump them over. You got to uh, make them go like how? What are, what are they now? They'd have to go up six places. Yeah, that's nuts. I mean, there is a lot. They have. Yeah, you know, I can see it. If Stanford, but they're playing the number one I team. I have to say, I can't see it because if, if if okay, let's let's just go with Oklahoma is in. Yeah, they're locked and, in. and they're likely one. Yeah, and so uh, in this nightmare scenario where Alabama loses, Clemson and loses, and Iowa loses, and Stanford loses. Okay. So because whoever wins the Big Ten championship, right, 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 and Oklahoma's in. So Oklahoma. So in that notion, okay. You've got. I would guess Ohio State would have to be next. They looked so good last week. You've got to put Ohio State. So that's your thirteen. That's 14. the thirteen. That's the fourteen. No, that's the thirteen. Oh, thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. You've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got whoever wins the Big Ten championship so, in Oklahoma, and then Ohio State is next. I just. So you. Th- I don't you, think. It, I guess it depends on how Florida beats Alabama, because if it's a close game or fluky game, or Alabama has like four turnovers, I think Alabama still gets in. Now, if Florida goes out and just beats them. That's yeah. different. Don't say Florida's going to get in. No, Florida's not getting in. No, no, no. I'm just saying 18. Alabama getting in. Okay. Yeah, he's Alabama. talking about no, Alabama. I don't, Alabama's not going to get in. Not if they lose Why? to Florida. Why? Why? Florida's ranked 18th. So so you're going to put— I'm saying uh, North question, Carolina beating the number one team in the, the nation. That's the question. Is it Alabama or North Carolina? It'd be North Carolina. It'd have to be. No, see, I'm talking about Alabama or Ohio State. Oh, see, I have to go Ohio State. Too. You'd have to go Ohio State. I think Ohio State is in so? that scenario. Okay. They look so—like, last week was the week the, the game that everyone was waiting for Ohio State to play all year. So, so basically what y'all are saying, nightmare scenario, you've got Oklahoma, you've got the winner of the Big Ten, Iowa or Michigan State, right. and then if chaos erupts, then yeah. it's going to be Ohio State and Next. maybe North Carolina? North Carolina or Alabama. Okay. Yeah, I think North Carolina Alabama. That's where I was yeah. going. North Carolina Alabama. Or where's Baylor? Oh, Baylor no, can't not, do it. Not they're not playing. Not Baylor. They're not playing. Not Baylor, oh, they're playing, they're playing Texas. Right, it would be TCU. There's right. no way TCU could jump up without playing a game this weekend. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And Florida State's yeah, nine. I, I, they're not there. I, I still think Alabama. Notre, yeah, I don't see it being Notre Dame. I, I, I still think I, unless unless Florida just beats them thirty-five to seven. I don't see Alabama not being there. Like pull a Utah on them or something like I that. I just feel like really. a, I think you're right, just because it's the SEC. Yeah, just because it's hard at that point. It's hard. Although, to Although I'll be honest, I had root for North Carolina. <laughs> if Alabama loses that game, I want North Carolina. Yeah. I want North Carolina in there if they win that. Come, so, come at me, SEC bros. So this is the idea. This is this is the same way I'm watching for Illinois to have the teams that have that are going for the sixth win to lose. If you're Ohio State, so one of uh, those those three teams: Clemson, Alabama, Stanford. Mm-hmm. Okay. If one of them loses, the next up is Ohio State. If two of them lose. The next up is God. I mean, if you're if you're not wanting to break the system, it's got to be UNC because they're beating the number one team. I hear undefeated. what you're saying. I just don't think they'll do it. Even though they played two FCS teams and lost to a horrible South Carolina, I think I, I hear what you're saying. No, I, I know. Just don't think I know. They'll do it. I hey, think I'm I'm glad point, I'm not a UNC fan this weekend. Yeah, because I would point, be chewing my nails. Eleven straight games. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And beat the number one team in the country. And they would have beaten freaking Wake Forest. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, that's true. Now, and beat Illinois. Let's now, not forget. In reality, Alabama and Clemson are going to win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I that's know, that's I the know. thing is that like the, if you're yeah, uh, it takes one of those first two to lose. Yeah, and and because Stanford is a replacement team. For yeah, I think that's right. You know, the interesting thing is, is when I look at this AP top twenty-five, Georgia is the first. In others receiving votes, do they, do, we're not in three. Yeah. 
But there's one, two, three, four, five, six, nine, and three teams, and one eight and four team yeah, that are ranked. It's all narrative, man. I, I, I can make an argument for USC being out of Georgia. I cannot make an argument for Navy Wisconsin, or Wisconsin. Navy or no, I agree. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah, the the AP poll didn't matter. All right. Finally, what's your prediction on the bowl game for Georgia? Um, it depends if the if the Rick news is true. Um. I, th- I still think we will we will play in Music City or Outback against who? Uh, some crappy Big Ten team or some crappy ACC team? Okay, name one. Uh, I, I I feel like it's Penn State. Big, I, Big Ten will be, oh, dude. We're nine and three. Penn State is what seven? And no, they're probably five. they're probably the fifth Big Ten team right now. You think so? I think so. Well, maybe. So. Who'd you rather play, Northwestern or Penn State? Well, now that you think about the the, the Jamie Franklin uh, Georgia connection, so yeah, probably Penn State. Yeah. yeah, if if we're in the Music City, we're going to play Miami if the Mark Rick news isn't true, NC State if not. If yeah, I'm, I've I'm, seen Florida State throw, thrown out there as well. That's a really weird place to put Florida State. I mean, they're they're the third. I think or that's team. So what's thinking. ACC? What's the ACC pick there? Fourth? Uh fourth, I think, or fifth. Um, see, see, SEC does it differently. If you're, you'll listen to the podcast, you'll hear that. But uh, I think well, we're gonna, yeah. Well, well, there's basically a six pack where the conference right. slots them. And I think yeah. we're gonna have a uh, a Jim Donnan Bowl in the Music City, Georgia, NC State. See, I think we're going outback. If I, if you had to put me in the corner, I'd say we're going outback. Outback. Yeah. You're just hungry. When is the outback? Goal? What's the date on the outback? That's the first. That's yeah. on your day. It's like yeah, a, it's, it's like a oh, nine thirty a.m. kickoff. Ball. Yes. So yes. Going. If we go, if we go Music City or outback, I'm going. Where's um, outback? Tampa, Ybor City. Yeah. yeah, I'm going. I'll just drive down for my parents. I'll be I'll be in South Georgia. Oh, you'll be okay. Yeah, I'll just be a day trip. It's only four hours. And then if we're in at the Music City, I'll be at my in laws for uh, for the Christmas time, and we'll just leave there on the morning thirtieth, drive down and get a hotel room, and find a babysitter for the kids. I've never been to a bowl game. I was at the national championship game last year. Yeah, I've never yeah. actually been to a bowl game. Bowl games are awesome. I love bowl yeah. games. I was That's there awesome. at the. 1998, January 198, uh, Outback Bowl. Outback, yeah. Ron Dane, Wisconsin. Mike Bobo completes like 14 passes in a row. And we wear black pants in that game. My first bowl game was Vince Dooley's last game, the Gator Bowl. Okay, 89 against Michigan State. Michigan State, yeah. Nice. All right. Okay, well, uh, I think this that's was it. well done. This was I feel like this we, we covered rose like to the challenge. Yeah, today. we're we're really good. Yeah, I thought we have to thing. say so ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to overstate it, but like we should uh, get a sponsor sometime yeah. next year. Probably Maker's Mark. So, yeah. all right. So no, we'll Maker's Mark does not need to pay it. Yeah, <laughs> we will happily happily. Net jets. I'm going to stick with net jets. Net jets. I like net jets. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go dogs. Right, well, go dogs. dogs. Well done. Thanks so much for listening. Let us know what you think will happen as Georgia transitions from Mark Rick to Kirby Smart. And who might Coach Smart tab as his new defensive coordinator? Will Coach Rick coach the bowl game for Georgia? And anything else that might cross your mind? Our show's Twitter handle is at WSLS Podcast. Individually speaking, you can reach Tony at Tyler Dogden, Will is at William F. Leach, and I am at Joavi Films. This podcast can be heard on iTunes, SoundCloud, and the Georgia Sports blog. Ratings, reviews, and subscribers are what helps this podcast get noticed. If you could take a few moments to leave us a rating and review on iTunes, that would be awesome. Make sure to look out for our next show, episode 33, as Tony will be interviewing a Georgia alumnus 
and 2015 Camping World Independence Bowl chairman, Kyle McInnes, to help give us all an insight as to what the bowl selection process is all about. So until then, have a great weekend. We'll see you on campus.